I got a couple other subjects we can decide which ones we want to tackle. Uh, one of them was like alcohol versus drugs. Redacted! <laughs> redacted! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, welcome to the the Finding Out Why I'm Single podcast. Uh, very exciting guests here today. We got uh, we got Spenny, one of my one of my best friends and old roommates from. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, and uh, it's not your turn yet. Okay, we, we also got Luke here, who's a old friend of Spenny and a newer friend of mine. We, we've we've you know had had some nights together throughout the years, but only since you moved to Montreal, we really really uh, had a had a bunch of nights in a row. I guess really ramped so, it up nights, and then the next morning, and then the next <laughs> night, and the next morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so how do you, how you guys doing? You wanna, wanna take a second to introduce yourself, or was that was that good enough? No, I think you got it. Okay, nailed it, nailed it. All right. Uh, so uh, today we're talking. The subject of the podcast is uh, party compatibility. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome. Luke's laughing like he didn't know. I, I, I told Spenny to tell you the subject. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. That's good. Take you by surprise. Uh, so yeah. party compatibility. How important is that uh, in the person you're dating? So Spenny had like a, a little intro question, so we could we could really introduce ourselves and uh, get, get 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 into this. Do you want me to say, ask it? Yeah. Okay. So the question is, what would you rather between these two? Would you rather your partner be sober and not party at all? Or would you rather your partner fully be fully into partying, uh, but like three or four times a year, burn bridges and do irreversible harm to <laughs> their personal life <laughs> and yours by extension? So, Connor, you go first. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there's not like one answer. It's got to be a discussion. I, I think I think the big question is like, <laughs> like I'm definitely not a oh absolutely sober. The question is like how how bad are these bridges that are being burned? You know, like. Like, like, do I, I do I lose a friend every time every time like, this happens because I don't have that many friends? No, I mean, let's okay. I think I was I was exaggerating to like make make it funny, but okay. Um, it's like uncomfortable. Like they they go overboard three three or four times a year to the point where like it's uncomfortable and and, and it's shitty. Like like I guess what the, the the thing is is like, would you accept that shittiness uh, in exchange for like the fun that partying comes with? Or would you rather like no trouble with your partner being I, sober and then, but then you don't have the the shared experience of partying together? I, I feel like I, I got to dodge again too because uh, it also depends on how fun they are sober. Like that's a big aspect. Some people can be fun sober, right? Yeah, just okay, but like just just off You're, the cuff, just not even thinking about it. What do you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'd go. I'd go drinking and burning bridges. <laughs> <laughs> you dog. Let's light it up. <laughs> um, yeah, Luke. What do you think? I know what you're going to say, but let's your let's your let's hear you say it. <laughs> I think, no, I did. I want. I don't know if you think I'm going to say this, 
but I think I would go with the the sober partner uh, oh. because what I th- you <laughs> you <laughs> I think well I think I I think it does depend on a couple of things I think one would be like the extent to which they're cool with me still partying and doing they my can. thing if they're yeah. if they're fine with us having a separate experience on that then like that's a i guess that's the prerequisite but if they were sober and like i can't like i don't want you to be like partying as well then i it might go the other way but i think selfishly i feel like it'd be nice to have like uh i think it would be nicer to have a sober partner who I can like dip my toes into the water with in that world and, and enjoy it. And then, yeah, I, Connor, that's a good point too. Like the extent to which they can like hang while they're sober, but if, yeah, uh, it's okay. It's okay. If there's a separation of church and state, if, if one is sober and, and the other's partying and as long as there's an understanding yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with that too. It's a tough one because it's like, is it going to taper off too? Like, are, am I just signing up for a full life of right of like messy nights? Like, I don't, I don't think I want that. But if, if we're talking well, in that, speak for yourself, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking in the intermediate. Okay, it's funny you go. Um, I, it's weird because I think like five years ago, I think I would have said, um, I think I thought partying with your partner was more important. If we're talking like what I thought five years ago, but now I think I have a lot more, like, I don't know, as I am 30 now and as I get older, I feel like I have more respect for people that are sober because I feel like people that are sober too, like I've met a lot of really cool people that are sober and then they're probably sober for good reason. Like they went, they went too hard in their twenties or something. And now they're like, like straight edge and really cool. And I think that that is, I don't know. I just have like a new respect for that. They used to party. So they used okay. to party and they went they're overboard. They're so cool. <laughs> and yeah, I just think that, so I guess to answer the question, like t- today I probably would pick the sober. Um, but like, that's, that's a new opinion. I think, I think that most of my adult life, I would have said it's really important that uh, your partner parties. Yeah. God, you guys are making me look bad. <laughs> well, you're making yourself look bad, buddy. <laughs> you didn't need any help with this. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, so uh, so I feel like we can we can branch off there there pretty well. I think we got into a lot of it, but uh, I think that that's the extreme example. But I think it's for, for me, it's, it's good to like have like a couple like good nights good nights with your partner a year but i also should mention that uh you guys are are both in relationships as well i don't know that that matters or not but it's important context for a dating a dating podcast i think so you guys are like san fran i haven't been in a relationship (laughs) (laughs) you got you guys are the experts here really so so obviously (laughs) Um, okay, so I guess, why don't we just start off with like the general question, like how, how important is, is party compatibility? Luke? I think, <laughs> over to you, Luke. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't find it that I, maybe I used to find it a bigger, a bigger issue or a bigger deal. But for me now, it feels like I, like, it feels okay to have, uh, like sort of segmented maybe like pieces of of my life like where i like 
party with friends or with cousins or whatever. And with Annie, like we'll sometimes party, but she's more like moving into not enjoying like drinking excessively as much. And if, if anything, I'm going the opposite way. Uh, so <laughs> I, but we, we both, we, I think we have a, like an understanding, a mutual understanding of each other's like desires in that regard. And so it doesn't feel like we talk about it and, and the fact that we have different, like, uh, different desires for that activity so it feels like it feels fine neither of us is like grumpy with the other for their their stance and it feels okay for us to like not have that part of our life together so for yeah for me right now like i don't know maybe previously would have been a bigger thing but for me right now it doesn't feel like a um like a a necessity or or something that's terribly important yeah, makes sense. You want to guess, Vinny? Yeah, I think we I go to, we go now to San Francisco to our correspondent at <laughs> Giant Stadium, Spencer. <laughs> I think um, I think I would have a hard time if like if my partner was like wanting to like go the distance with me every time, like I do, like like what Luke said. I like you know, it's not it's, it's you don't like you just feel it out. But I think it would be tough if like every single time when my friends were in town. Or, you know, if I wanted to do it. Because sometimes it's like if you're with work colleagues or if you're with um, people that they don't know as well, I feel like it's a little weird for both of you because, you know, she's, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're not going to be fully up to speed. And then you're kind of, you're kind of doing the thing where you're like talking, you're, you're, you're translating between your friends and your partner. And that's just like, and I think maybe too, like when I was younger, I thought it was maybe more of a, you had to do that. Um because that's what being a good partner is, is like bringing them out. And I think that's, I think it is still the case that that is what you got to do that sometimes. But I think it's also, I feel like the older I get and the older, the longer stuff and I date, I feel like um, it's become chiller that, you know, we just pick and choose. And she, if she's like straight up, like, yeah, I just don't want to do it. Like, it's not a, I don't have to dance around it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I think I, I'm, I'm answering a different question than you asked me. But a little, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, one thing it's, <laughs> Yeah, like, I think that um, it shouldn't necessarily be a good thing that they kind of, like, keep up with you, and that's the reason why you get time with, like, your friends and stuff. Like, I think it's, like, it, it doesn't, I think more maybe your point is, like, it doesn't matter that they that they can keep up with you or that they're going with you every night. But it could be something that, like, you just, like, you're out with your friends and and that's, like, something you're doing, and then she goes home. I, I don't know if that, that's, like, if, if the requirement there is that she's not going she's not able or doesn't want to always go as hard i guess like maybe the question is like when i am choosing to go hard yeah she's there too like can she or is it is it is it important that she does it's actually funny because i don't want to put words in her mouth but um one thing that like she struggled with a long time is like i feel like she's got kind of got the um i think i can say this without her being here but she's kind of got the uh the classic like um you know when you're in when you're like 20, 21 and you're drinking beers, like all the, all the boys are keeping track of how many beers you drank. And then if one, somebody falls behind, like, it's like embarrassing. I feel like Steph has had that mentality too. Sometimes drinking with me, but I have like a hundred pounds on her. So she's not going to keep up with trying me. to keep up. <laughs> so it's not a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I think it's just, it's also subjective. Like what is, what is flooring it for one person mean? I don't know. 
I, I think it's subjective to what like compatibility means. Uh, like, I don't know if we want to want to get into that as well, but like, yeah, I, I think compatibility doesn't mean like you have the same preferences all the right. time necessarily. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the way that I interpret it is like, I I feel like when I first heard the question, I was thinking like, can you both like part like do you both like partying? But maybe the like maybe the other interpretation of the question is like, are you each like cool with each other's like interest in partying or like, you know, if one is more interested or, than the other. Or disinterest, yeah. Or yeah. Di- yeah. Yeah. I, that was implied, but thank you, Spencer. Just trying to fill in the blanks. Um, I, yeah. I think, I think maybe to me, it's more about like, if you're each okay with each other's uh, like feelings towards that or like, yeah, party levels. Absolutely. I, I think like with the, with the question at the beginning too, or where I said, where I said light it up. I, I think part of that is it, it, it's not that I really care that I'm with someone who will like, will keep up with me or, or, or do that. But I just, I want like a couple nights a year, you know, where, where yeah. things get a little messy and, you know, you get some good stories out of it. You, you do some yeah. dumb shit together. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's like a, that's an important thing. It's like an important thing for a lot of my, my friendships as well. And, Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense that it would matter. I do agree, like, maybe over time it matters less. Maybe this is also the perspective of, like, the guy that's single and trying to meet people, and, and that's, like, the... That's, like, can be, like, an early bonding move. Maybe when when you're a little deeper into it, that's just sure. matter that's, a little less. The question's almost, yeah, better for you. Not better, but different for you. Um, because could you... You do value that. Could you get it going with somebody who you couldn't have that bonding experience with because they don't party. I could. Uh, yeah. I could. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what Luke said too, like, like how much they, how much they're chill with, with me running. I think that would be like fairly implied if I was, if I was dating someone. And, right. That, that would have to yeah. be because you're just a dog. So be, they oh. would know right away. That is interesting though, because that's like, I think that's harder to stake out at the beginning of a relationship because you like maybe don't want to like immediately present yourself as like a big boozer, like right off the top, but we all know that you are. So how, how, how often, like at what point do you start, like, if they're like, do you, do you kind of hold back to, to try and like mix it in later or, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting to me to think of at the start, like how you negotiate that. Yeah, I think like another, Spenny, I have really tried not to talk about this to so save it for the podcast, but we have a little. This is a this is like kind of ridiculous stance because I, I think I my best bet is just to be as flexible as possible. And like, if I, if I date someone who like parties a lot, that can be fun. If I date someone who doesn't really party a lot, that's that's good too. But if I was to really dial in on my preference, it would be someone who parties like less than me because I, I wouldn't mind someone to, to pull me back a little bit in a way. That's what uh, I was saying too, but the like rather date someone who's sober that I can like experience a little bit of that with. What do you think, Connor, if you're going like, if you're going for you for like party compatibility going, say you're like going on dates, uh, uh, say, say, you're, say you're going on dates and, and you guys like have like one or two beers or yeah, the first couple of days at what, at what point do you like bring up like, Hey, 
I like to party. I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're, you guys are you guys are really painting me as a as a Connor's a good like, guy. Like who can't just have a, a chill night too. I've had I've had many a chill night. You know, one two beers. <laughs> We're just joking. <laughs> one, two beers. <laughs> one, two beers. A couple nights, one too many beers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> one, two, one too many. <laughs> you know, like that, that's like a that's like a big part of my life as well. I mean, I mean, Luke, I feel like you kind of you kind of unlock a side of me that that's not always you unlock. Sorry, unlock a side of me that's not always unleashed you know so maybe you have this <laughs> perception of how i am as no well. i know i know from I, reality. I think in reality i'm pretty i'm pretty tame so i did someone who's like fairly tame that's that's fine i, I just uh just want to have like a, a couple messy nights you know yeah just, just feel it out that way for the listeners i am hamming it up i know connor is not a <laughs> booze fiend okay uh i, I feel like uh, the next question is is like for yeah for alcohol or drugs like do uh, does it matter how does that relate to all the all the past stuff we've been talking about? Uh, like in general, personally, for me, or like in a relationship. Relationship, relationship. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a dating show. Luke, come on. <laughs> Just kind of confused by the phrasing. <laughs> can you play? Sorry, can you put the question in the context of like a relationship? Like, I'm not sure what the like. Yeah, okay, we've been we've been covering like a lot of subject. We've, it's been like, uh, like, doesn't matter that they that they drink at all. Doesn't matter that they do more or less than you. Like, so I mean, like, in, the, in, the, in the same sense of like of like that, I'm saying like it's nice to have a couple of fun nights with that. Does does drugs fit into that as well? Like, if you're someone just to go off it, if you're someone that does both, which I know you are, <laughs> um, um, does it? matter to you if your partner has a stance on either like differing stances on either um you know that kind of thing yeah i think i like i think i would have a difficult time with someone who drew like a hard line with any drug use because i like i i don't really see a difference between like drinking and drug use and in in a lot of instances and i just think it's like how they've been uh, like policed and criminalized and, and politicized uh, that can like determines how we feel about them. Uh, yeah. But it, I think, yeah. So I think I would have a problem just on like a basic, like, uh, like theoretical level with that, but, but then also on a more practical level. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and I, yeah, I, th- I, there are instances where like I would, <laughs> where i would like to to go beyond just drinking and and where i don't think that's a bad thing and i think i would find it hard to be with someone who who is like not cool with that why it would just be incompatible for me i think i i don't think it's a bad thing or like wrong I think too, like, uh, like what you're saying, where like it's not really a distinction. It's like, it's like we've just like we accept alcohol and like not other drugs. A lot of times, uh, some drugs can be like a, a substitute for alcohol in like a way that's actually results in a much like healthier night yeah. in a lot of ways. Like if you do like a like if you do some shrooms and you go to the museum, 
Yeah. Versus like you hit the bar and you like, yeah, you're not going to feel yeah. like shit the next day. Yeah. So, so in a lot of ways, like there's a substitute aspect as well. And I can be a, a yeah, lot more course. chill. It's not always, it's not always how, how it's done, but yeah. 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 And I like that this is more of a, the question, like if there is a, if there is a difference, like non-compatibility here, I feel like indicates like maybe an ideological difference yeah that's going to be an issue any like that's, yeah, that's yeah. a sign of bigger issues maybe in your in your relationship yeah um yeah. it's like um so that's interesting yeah like there, there's some like there's some maybe more like uh less commonly done drugs that that i don't i wouldn't see as like something that i care that much if, if they do or not like it it's just like yeah i don't know it's weird because i, I was not gonna put that but. i also don't know that many people like i know like I know a lot of bad drunks, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know, and maybe it's just because I'm not as experienced with drugs as I am with alcohol, but I don't know a lot of people that are, like, awful when they're high. Like, that's rarer. So I wonder I wonder if if you're just looking at it, like, empirically in relationships, I wonder if alcohol is worse anyway, if you can, yeah. if you can put aside the, 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 the politics and what we have come to ex- believe about drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I agree. Do you think also part of that is just like if you're kind of a bad drunk, people will just do it anyway because uh, drinking is like so normalized. But if someone like like yeah, like smoke weed and gets like super paranoid and they hate it, they just they just become someone who doesn't smoke weed. Right. You can't get away with not drinking, is what you're saying. Yeah, or it's like I think you yeah. can, but it's like it's harder. People, people. Will I still can't. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about this though? Like. Do you think, um, if you're someone that does both, do you think that you're, is it, it's important that your partner's there with you every step of the way for both? Or is it, is it, is it fine if like there's some areas that they, they won't go that you want to go? Oh, that's definitely fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's the same, it's kind of the same answer we're talking about with, with, uh, with drinking, having nights out too. They don't, yeah, they don't need to, to keep up. I, I guess with drinking, I'm saying it's, it's nice to have a, a couple nights, you know, in a year that, that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel the same the same need with drugs for for that to happen. At least for me. Yeah, I think it's fine to or it's fine when you go your own ways on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like I, I think it's a very good point about like the ideological like like what, what does it mean? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that being yeah. a, like if like a a symptom of just having a like more of a yeah like a ideological difference i guess that would be i don't know considering the the presence of substances in our society would be harder to or like maybe a big thing to reconcile i don't know yeah 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 yeah. okay way way to put a bow on it's funny i like it (laughs) who's running this podcast anyway I think me. I don't know how to wrap this up. I, I think for me, I, I, I'll start. I think for me, it's like, I think it is so important that your partner parties, but I think it's, it's for me, it's less important now than it's ever been. Yeah. And maybe it'll continue to get less and less important. Like, I think, I think, Maybe at one point I would have said it's essential, um, but now I'm like, I don't really have a strong feeling about it. Um, but I think at the same time, I think I would have a, 
it's easy for me to say that, but if I, my partner didn't party at all, I think I would also find that hard. Um, so it's about, it's not super important, but it's not unimportant to me either. I wonder how I would, I wonder how I would feel in the situation with someone who like doesn't party at all. Um, cause in my head I'm thinking like, yeah, we can just have our own things going on and like, it doesn't have to be a piece of it, but, but I wonder if were I in this situation, I would, I would feel a bit weird, but I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like, ha- like having the same perspective on partying feels very important or whatever to me. It just feels like being on the same page about where each other is at with it and being cool with that is fine. Like if one wants to party more than the other, one wants to party less and just both being cool with what the other person wants to do is then it's fine. Um, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I think for me, like ultimately what you're saying too, with the, with it, uh, going on in time, it'll matter less and less. Like, I'm kind of I'm kind of enjoying that aspect of my life right now, so I feel like if I if I'm bringing someone in on that, it's it's kind of fun to to be able to share that. But I, I think as long as it like as I think ultimately it's going to be different. Like everyone's pretty different, and uh, I think as long as it just doesn't cause tension, we could have pretty pretty fundamental differences in what we want to do. As long as we're like we're chill about what the other one does, that's very similar to, to what Luke was saying. Yeah. I think ultimately that that's that's the most important thing. Yeah. I think I think I have like a bit of anxiety or fear like picturing like not not drinking like or not not <laughs> every not Friday drinking. night anxiety. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. My worst nightmare. <laughs> no, just like like what because it is such a like has been such a part of my life since I was yeah. like a teenager and like was what my family did and what my friends did and what like everything, like, I don't know. Like, what are what do you, what the fuck do people do? Uh, it's, it's just like, a, it's like a scary thing to be looking down the barrel of, but maybe when you, you know, you hear a lot of people who stop drinking and are like enjoying their lives more than ever. So maybe that's a fun way to be too, but I don't think one is inherently like better than the other. Anyway. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um, for me, one thing that is just ever present and becoming more is like the hangovers. Like I, if I get, if I do it right and I get really uh, fucked up, like I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, lo- I'm losing, I'm losing the Saturday, right? Like I do it on a Friday. I'm losing the Saturday and like probably at Sunday. At least one day. Yeah. At least yeah. one day. Right. And that's, I think that more than anything has tempered my relationship to well, alcohol, yeah, for sure. Um, because I, I feel like Luke, you were saying that like we're lucky in, in the the types of drugs we are, but I, I feel like all three of us probably. I mean, it sounds like it's getting worse for you, but we don't have the worst hangovers. I think a lot of people who who get much more time about drinking earlier. It's not the only reason by any means, but it's it's a common reason to kind of yeah cut, to cut back, and it, it ties into like the relationship too. Like if I was yeah, you know, like like I if you know if. Steph and I had a plan to do something awesome Saturday and like, yeah, I had to bail. Like, it, you know, again, you probably deal with it every now and then, but if that's a recurring thing, then that's going to, yeah, it's going to be bad for your relationship. Or, and it doesn't even have to be like bailing is bad, but it could also be just that you're like, in a bit like that you make the plan that you're like able to do it, but you're just in like a, 
like right. miserable. You're there, you're like, like physically, quiet. but you're not. Yeah, <laughs> lights on, no one's home. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, that would that would take its toll too. If, like you said, if it was like a an every weekend thing, and there wasn't an understanding that, uh, like, I don't know that that's yeah. We're, we're we're talking we're talking about friction as well. Like that that can be caused. Like there there is the friction that's like kind of maybe like judgmental. Like if you if you want to go and like like have a fun night and. And you come back like pretty late, and and you get a little judgment. That's like exactly what we're talking about. We don't want. But there is the other side where where you do it, and you're like kind of shitty the next day, and and then they probably have a reason to be mad at you a little bit. So there's like a very fair yeah. kind of like tempering as well that that you kind of have to find a balance there as well. A thousand percent, yeah, yeah. Uh, like if someone is if someone is being negatively impacted, yeah, I think. It's it's just a you have to negotiate that and communicate about it if if someone's unhappy with that level of whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a two way street, you know. Two, well, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on to the the React content. I guess we 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 only really have we're gonna start with one thing at least. Um, it's not really anything to do with dating, so we want we want your reaction to the loot because I, I showed us. Uh, I, I think there's a there's sorry to interrupt. There's, there's like a way it can be tied with dating. I haven't figured out the yeah. the, the path yet. I think we can do it, but yeah, I, I just like the topic. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get your raw reaction to the video, and then we're gonna we're gonna bring it back around and turn. What are they gonna into- show me? <laughs> <laughs> you must be the new roommate. Hey, uh, you want some help? Nah, I'm good. Can't believe our roommate's such a bro. You're kidding, right? He's a total hipster. Why would a hipster have a drawer full of lacrosse pennies? I've never heard of a bro who won't shop at Whole Foods because it's not organic enough. He has more supplements than a GNC. His glasses don't even have a prescription. He's either a bro or a hipster. He can't be both. Why not? Because that's not how stereotypes work. Both sides are having parties tonight. We'll have to split up and infiltrate. That's the only way we'll know for sure. You're going to have to pretend to like things because you want to impress people, not because you actually like them. Irony is everything. You must reject the mainstream to feel unique, even though you'll be surrounded by people who are doing the exact same thing. But how can I be a non-conformist if I'm still conforming? Exactly. Self-centered. Arrogant. Entitled. Bros act this way because they've never been told no. You have to be the AMOB, alpha male of the group. Never forget that. Keg stands, face chugs, shotguns, detonators, dunkaroos. It's not a matter of if you'll black out, but when. Never, never question what the point is, because there is none. If someone asks you why you're wearing sunglasses at night, what do you tell them? Because I drink it till the fucking sun comes up. What the hell are you? I guess we're gonna find out. It doesn't have to end like this. Just tell us! He's a bro! He's a hipster!
<laughs> the fuck does that do with me? <laughs> Nothing. That was great. <laughs> we'll give a quick synopsis for the uh, the people who are listening. We'll only got a couple clips of that. <laughs> so this video, like this video, was big amongst my friends and in, in uh, like I guess when it came out, I just looked it up. It was 2012, and I feel like it's a, it's a good relic of the time because at the time, like the concept of hipsters was like super. Super defined, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah super defined, and, and there there were people who were just that. That's a hipster. That's one yeah. of them, and uh, and then I think the style of the video too is just very, very well, like very of the times as well. So it's uh, okay, the, I guess the, the synopsis would be the, the this roommate moves in with these two guys, and and one of them's kind of noticing a bunch of stuff that he's doing. It seems really broy, like having protein shakes. Uh, and the other guy's really noticing a bunch of stuff that makes him look like a hipster. Like he's, uh, what, what has he got? Well, like he's biking like, to work. One of the, they go to the mail, the mailbox and they pull out a vice magazine and then behind it's like a subscription to max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they decide they need to figure it out. So they, they go to, they go to two parties, one of which is where all the hipsters are hanging out. One of them is where all the bros are and they kind of see him with both. And uh, yeah, just just filled with uh, with stereotypes. I like the part where he comes out and he, he pulls out a beer bong. He's like, "Oh, he's a bro." And then he tosses up a couple cans of Paps. Oh, hipster! <laughs> 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 okay, so Luke, what's your what's your what's your thoughts? I guess yeah. Well, did, did you like it? Better fucking like it. <laughs> I, I feel like I would have liked it 11 years ago. <laughs> but it feels, yeah, it feels like, like the, the, the culture of like, like making fun of the like stereotype of hipsters is like as cringy as like hipsters were or something now to me. Like the, I don't know. The, it's it's funny like how like you guys said like in 2012 like there was such a defined like revulsion to like hipsters and like wearing like cardigans and skinny jeans and like beanies and rimmed glasses and shit but it feels like those like the like borders between those two things I guess like hipster or bro like though all of those like the like definitions of those two categories feel like very like of the past to me now. So it just feels like, like funny to see them being like, yeah. Like hipsterism like really faded, like just the, the concept. And now it's just like everyone, everyone's a bit of a hipster. And and a bit of a bro too. And a a bit of a bro. Um, So, uh, okay. Dating. (laughs) Hipster versus bro, hipster girl versus broy girl. Well, like, first of all, what do you what do you think? Like for women, what do you think that they would prefer? Just, oh yeah, and then what, what would you prefer to? Yeah, not 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 even a partner, but just like initial like type of person you date. Start starting with guessing what they what what women want. <laughs> <laughs> we're still trying to figure it out <laughs> if, I, if I had the answers I wouldn't be on this fucking show <laughs> um, I don't know I feel like both of those char- like both of those like 
people are insufferable. Like both <laughs> genres in that video are so insufferable. But I feel like in general, like eleven years ago, I don't know. I think I think different like different people would be attracted to the different sets because I was friends with people who would be attracted to bros and then also friends with people who would be like bros are disgusting and more into the the hipster dudes so i don't know i don't think it's one or the other i think i think bros are more fun <laughs> maybe um like you might think you want the hipster but when it, when the rubber hits the road like the bro is just more fun <laughs> I, I don't know what do you think Connor? Uh, yeah, I think like I think as as time goes on and the the two have really like melded together, I, I feel like it's created a, a good situation. I think I think we like yeah. we were talking a little bit that that I think like all three of us are, are like have quite a bit of hipsterness to us, I'd say, and then we got we all got like a little bit of broiness. So got some yeah. you know like some of that humor, some of that you know drinking, you know back back to we were talking about before. Uh, yeah, I think there's like. There's like, yeah, there's there's really dark sides to, to broiness potentially, and there's right. really, really cringy, like shitty sides to the hipsterness. So I, I think walking the line is, is really the trick. I, I think Spenny just chose this. Uh, <laughs> I think this is just chosen to, uh, to really pump our own tires. That was <laughs> we're the best of both we're, worlds. We're, we're, we're doing it, guys. For anyone listening out there. <laughs> I think you know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mean to make this like a, you know, looking at the world ten years ago. But I think that maybe the reason hipsters were like maybe cool is because the bro, like thinking back to like Carlton, like the the hip, the bro to hipster ratio was like one to thirty. You know. Um, yeah. Now I feel like, but today I feel like a bit of broiness is like. I don't mind it every now and then because there's so many, if you just want to extrapolate like hipster to like being pretentious, I feel like that's not, that hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> there's still plenty of pretentious people out there. So when someone's a bro and is just like down to like have a lot of fun, I feel like that's refreshing in a way now. Okay. Well, what's like, I think, so I think that like the entire, yeah, the, the idea of the hipster like doesn't like, it's like feels so cringy and weird to me now because that like, pretense like it feels like like people wouldn't be pretentious in the same way like these days so i'm i'm curious what like you think like that like if someone were going to make a video like that today like what would be the defining characteristics of the the hipster and the bro today like 2023 i think i don't know if there is a distinction i, I feel like to me that modern the 2023 bro is like like corporate finance like like making okay. lots of money um nice. and then the hipster is like maybe doing something more like socially conscious with their careers like almost it's almost entirely like career driven i think Elizabeth it's sort Trell, of like the difference maybe, maybe between spencer and i <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lusa, fucking freeloader yeah. hot, hot shot <laughs> i pay for everything that's right or like or like cool Montreal journalist. <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> or what? How would you describe yourself, Connor? Where do you fit? Lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, yeah, it's it's hard when we're making it 
very career-driven. Where do I fit? I don't, we don't need to make it career-driven, but that's just no. What's like? What is a hipster like now? Like, well, I don't I think, know. I think yeah. it has to do with what they do for work. A yeah, bit. It, doesn't, it doesn't need. It doesn't need to be the whole thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe like kind of yeah. like grind mindset versus like. But that, that's just like that's putting hipster in like such a positive light. If I'm going to say that, like, like there's definitely okay. I, I think part of it, it's kind of like a tough question because those like those distinctions just don't really exist anymore. But politics too are a, a big part of it. I think. I I, I want to chime in with the thought that like some something to me that would feel as like annoying as that hipster like in that video now would be like I'm picturing like a. a like someone who's someone who's and there's like a lot of I feel like memes and jokes about these types but like someone who's a like card carrying member of the like democratic socialists of America who like only reads theory and is like only wants to talk about that kind of shit and like only thinks that they like want to be friends with people whose politics align like perfectly right. with yeah. yeah with what the instead yeah I've uh, that is like what occurs to me as like insufferable. Um, nailed it, Luke. What's the what's the <laughs> what's the bro? I think the like corporate like. I guess we're also kind of talking about our age too, eh? Like people yeah, like yeah. those guys are students and have like more student characteristics, but yeah, talking about like, I feel like the bro in general, like bros in general, have like. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I I, I could get on board. Like, I mean, yeah, like what you were describing, I feel like it's a good, like, kind of like cringe category. I don't know if it's like a hipster anymore, but that's good. So we're moving away from just, I don't know if it's necessarily bro, but I think the other, the like, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if the, yeah. Just, yeah, just give give us your (laughs) top of that. No, I I just, I was going to say, I agree with Spenny, like the kind of like really finance, like, like lives in like a big tower with like wall ceiling glass and a advanced downtown. order on the cyber truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I feel like that kind of, that kind of image is, is maybe the, uh, another side to it. Okay. What's a, what, what is a, okay. Maybe this is better because we're, we're describing men. Like can we describe <laughs> women? Like what's a, what's a bro woman like right now? And what's a hipster woman like right now? I think a broy woman is like grinding in local real estate right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a really a really bad Instagram account. Yeah. Like and she's gym, really hot. Gym, gym pics and like and like talking into the mic while like a video of the house. Like the floating head, the floating head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. And then how about the hipster? You like I don't know. Do you agree with you? Do you agree with that, Connor? What do you think? That's what, that's that's like, fucking hilarious. So yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling with these stereotypes. <laughs> I'm sweating here. God, I <laughs> 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 put these people in a box. <laughs> hipster woman. I think the hipster woman is is sort of like uh, someone who. Uh, we were talking about somebody yesterday who like job to job, very free spirited, like someone who like switches from like making crafts and then, then they're doing a little traveling and then they're, and then they have a little music gig on the side and they're not really doing any much of anything, but they're like 
they seem very free spirited. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's wrong. What do you think, Luke? I think I think my perspective on that person depends entirely on whether their parents are rich. Oh, well, let's if say that they are. <laughs> let's say that they are that. Let's let's, let's okay. paint them all like that. Okay, yeah, if their parents yeah. are rich. Yeah, of course. It would be unfair to be like, they're super cool. They hardly work. They're poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's assume yeah. that they're all, like, university educated, like, you know, came from, like, upper middle class, yes. like, suburban Canada. Okay. And they're just doing, choosing to do these things with their lives. Sure. I, I got. I'm, I'm. I'm struggling with the with the with the picking categories, but of those two, I can pretty easily pick which one I'd rather date. Yeah. The, bro. <laughs> the hot real estate. The hot real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, I think that you know you wouldn't want to. Well. You wouldn't want to date either, but I feel like there's something quite honest about the real estate. And like the gym, like it's maybe simple, but it's also quite honest. Yeah. But but maybe but maybe like the hipster is like still trying to fool themselves and others. And I think there's a certain like that level of deception there is like is pretty off putting to me. So maybe I I, I don't want to go on record saying this, but <laughs> maybe the real estate agent, <laughs> depending on there's other factors too. Like are their politics terrible? Like yeah. Like do they want to live in the same? But, but you know, I feel like there's a certain earnestness with the real estate agent that I can. <laughs> that yeah, I mean, can, like get behind a little bit. <laughs> like I, I hate to, I hate to like maybe bring this down to earth too much on our comedy podcast, but like it's it's uh, is that what we are comedy podcast. I don't know. We're dating <laughs> chart, <out>. chart topping. <laughs> Mark Marin, <Yeah>. coffee, <laughs> coffee with Seinfeld. <laughs> Why I'm single with Connor Brackley. <laughs> <Why? laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like it's, yeah, like, I actually feel like maybe, like, these things aren't that important, like, the things that we're labeling are, are really, they don't matter that much. Like, if they're, if they're, like, a real estate agent, they, <laughs> we, I, I, we were regressed by, like, talking just real estate, there's nothing wrong with being real estate, but, like, <laughs> but, like, the, the picture we painted, that's fine, like, if they're, if they're cool and they're fun and, uh, I don't know, yeah, you have good talks, like, sure. Yeah, I think I care less about like the appearances. Yeah, yeah. like in terms of, um, yeah, and the person that's floating around. Like, I, I think for me, in both cases, like one thing that's really important is that I can like really get behind the thought process of like the person I'm dating. I, I think that's like one of the most important things for me in, in general is is like is like if I if I was like thinking about their life, I could really it really makes sense to me. And uh, I think in both cases, it's pretty easy to make both of those like things make sense. Like kind of bum around trying to figure out what uh, what career path to take. Yeah, you have the means to do it. Maybe maybe do that and and yeah. same with the real estate. Like if it's if it's a good job and and it works for them. Sorry, I, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck that. <laughs> what do you? Sorry, want? I know we wanted. I know we want a hard line. Which which side yeah. are you on? But <laughs> what, what do you think, Luke? No, I'm kidding. I think I think the way that you put it, Connor, is pretty pretty wise. I mean, I immediately would think the the jobless bum uh, <laughs> playing playing music that sounds amazing. Um, but uh, no, I I think Connor's answer was very wise. Oh wow! Surprisingly. 
<laughs> Alright, should we uh <laughs> should we do a second content? Dump it. A world where more and more men are single because women do not want to date them is a world that's very dangerous for women, which is why I worry about retaliation in reaction to the rise of single men. We actually have data from this year that shows young women are way less interested in dating than young men are. And we have data to show that more women than men are single because they simply cannot find someone they are interested in dating. 38% of single American women say the main reason they're not dating is they can't find someone that meets their expectations, compared to only 23% of men say the same thing. College-educated women are the the group most likely to say they are single because they can't find someone that meets their expectation, 45%. And I can hear the men in my comments now saying, see, it's women's fault. They have too high of expectation and that's why everyone is single and lonely. But let me remind you that women have always entered into marriages with the expectation that it is going to materially improve their lives. We needed husbands for financial security. We needed them for bank accounts, for credit cards, to have a house to live in. And now women are doing better than men. We are more educated. We are stable on our own. And women who are independent and self-sustaining do not need to get married. When you don't financially need a husband or a partner, you can say, I'm not going to get a partner until I find one that's emotionally supportive, emotionally intelligent, doesn't need me to be his therapist, and his mom doesn't need me to do all the childcare, all the housework. And men will tell you, they do in my comments every single day, that these expectations are just simply too much. I fear for escalating retaliation that this will cause interpersonally between men and women, and also in legislative and policy decisions like the push to get rid of no-fault divorce in the rolling back of reproductive rights and with things like student debt and college affordability they're not going to make college more affordable when more women going to college results in higher expectations of the men that want to date us so yeah that's why i worry about retaliation of men who cannot make it worth it for women to want to date and marry them sure yeah yeah i mean i think it's a it's an interesting topic like we're I think dating norms change like very quickly over time. And if you talk about like our parents' generation, that whole like model of like a, a breadwinner, maybe, maybe our parents were, were getting out of that even, but maybe our grandparents' generation, the, the model of a, of a breadwinner. And like the, the, one of the big things that like the, the woman gets from that, that experience is the, um, is the stability and the, the ability to have a family and uh, there's a lot they get out of that, but now that's not really how it is anymore. And guys need to offer more. And I, and I think unfortunately a lot of guys don't like, mm-hmm. uh, there's, uh, yeah, I think like ask any woman on like a dating app, it's, it's, it's rough out there, I think. And, uh, yeah, and and I think that's what they're getting at with like the the different percentages of like women not getting into relationships because they, uh, um, yeah, they're just not they're not seeing the benefit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like that's what I'm getting out of that video at least. But I, yeah. and I, I, I think I agree with all of that. Um, but I wonder though, is it really that like that that video makes it seem like it's really like selecting a partner is really like checking a list off and I don't know if that's I feel like it's more just instinctual than that and then maybe you realize like later on in the relationship oh maybe this isn't like it's not going to be as equitable as I thought but I feel like you don't you don't you don't like initially I feel like you're not you don't have the checklist with you where most people don't it's just based on do you do you get along with the person do you yeah you know yeah, so yeah, maybe that's that's what I was thinking yeah yeah. I, yeah. I think they're kind of it sounds like they're like putting two ideas into it because they like at the one point they say like uh 
women used to get married for um women used to get married for stability and and like family and whatever money uh and safety uh but now we're like doing better so we don't need to but then go she goes on to say something like uh like if a man isn't willing to help with other things like i don't know it just seems like it, i completely like agree with i think what she's what she's saying and that it seems like a, an issue that uh like a huge number of women feel that uh like they are not able to find what they need in a partner uh but men feel do not feel that way i also feel like i'm my if i just heard that stat like off on its own without like any context i would assume it was not related to like money or job issues, but rather related to like emotional and whatever connections because people yeah, are like aware of maintaining that, the relationship. Yeah. yeah. People being more aware of like the importance of that and not like kind of seeing through like the stability and security thing. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it in another TikTok, and it was like they were quoting. Yeah, anyway, I have no no concept of how like legit this is or not, but they were they were supposedly saying that that a therapist said this that um, the the two types of people that are like fairly successful in uh, relationships are are people who are like really really traditional, like the guy does this, the girl does this. That's just how it is. Or people who are like really willing to question it, like why am why like if if the the girls doing more housework that like comes a conversation, why is that happening? How can we like divide the labor better? Mm-hmm. Which I, I think for all three of us is what, that's what we'd be going for. Um, and they're like the we do less of it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a division of labor, and the division's ninety ten. <laughs> yeah, but the <laughs> and then the the uh, the people who don't do well are the ones that are like living in the in between. They're like they have some expectations of what gender, but they kind of know that that's like past but they're not necessarily like talking about it and, and like those those types yeah. of people are the ones i watch all again i don't know how legit that is but it makes a lot of sense to me and, and i think it's, it's related to this because i think a lot of like when you're talking about like chores and housework i think feel like a lot of people get into a relationship without even necessarily realizing those like extra the like preconceived yeah. notions they have about like who should do what or <sighs> or that and then yeah and i could see why like a lot of it makes a lot of sense that it would tend towards like the women being less satisfied. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, okay. Should we, should we wrap it up? Should we end this podcast? It was great. It was great, having you guys, it was great having you guys on. Give so, advice. Yeah. So the main purpose of this podcast is to just force my friends to give me advice. Of course. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with mine. Right. Um, yeah, kind of. And I, I don't even know if it's like I really, I really believe believe what I'm gonna. I don't even know if it's advice, but just like a maybe an observation, and then just like a not even a suggestion, but um, you know, for Connor, I think one of the things that makes Connor so awesome is he he's 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 a real straight shooter, and like he's an open book too. Like he's hard on the sleeve, says everything, um, and that's great. But sometimes I wonder, like, what it would be like if you played. Sometimes had the cards a little closer to the best with respect to dating and relationships. I wonder. I'm not saying that that's what you should do, but I wonder 
if you played with that, I wonder if it would, if it, if it could be good sometimes, you know, instead of, you know, you being you're... in bed with the girl and, be, and then, and then being like, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm not into this at all. You, leave now. <laughs> you know, not doing that. And you're saying that's like on my dating podcast where I'm like saying everything that I feel for the world. Maybe you should just cut this shit out. Don't. Don't tell. Yeah, Spotify. So, I don't. So I don't know if you need to play the cards close to the vest, but maybe that's something worth exploring. Sometimes I'm I don't try. I don't know. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. No, no. I'll take the advice. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What is like? I guess I wanted to ask before I like give a piece of advice. Like, is your are you like desiring to be in like a relationship? Is it like something that like is this podcast about like? trying to help you be in a relationship and not be single. Did, did you listen to the first episode, Luke? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I didn't like the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just showing you. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, like, I'm looking for I'm looking for the real deal over here. So, so <laughs> how, how do I find it? As someone, as someone who's got it good, how do I... How do I find it? Um, I, <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I think the real deal only, I actually feel the the opposite of what, maybe not the opposite, but I like don't necessarily agree with Spencer's advice to, to, <laughs> to, to bite your tongue. Uh, Cause I think if you're looking for a, a like a, well, actually, I'm no, not I saying, think, yeah, sorry. no, I think, yeah, I think, shut up. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think there's some, I think there is actually some value in that because of like you, like it could be intimidating for someone right off the hop. Actually, I'm going to change. I do agree with Spencer uh, that you should shut up more. Uh, because I think, I think it could be intimidating like earlier in a, in a relationship to have someone like, or to one of the first impressions about a potential date being that they are like very opinionated or like very outspoken. Like it could be maybe, but on the other hand, maybe you get someone who's into that. But I think in general, what Spencer, I think that is actually good advice because I think it like good, like great, great relationships allow you to, like feel or allow you to like express how you feel and uh and like have your own perspective on things but to also make sure that um yeah the other person's perspective is within reason uh like accommodated and uh like understood uh, and I think it's a good exercise in humility, I guess. In a, I've never in, seen his shoulders sag so, so low. <laughs> I think it's a good exercise in humility to to try to uh, to to yeah to I don't know to I guess to bite your tongue every, every now and then. Yeah, or I mean, or I, to I, like, if you're having a conversation about something intense, to, to, I don't know, make clear that you're not like 
uh, well, I don't know, because there are some topics where there like can't be too much room for like, you know, there are some topics that are like, you're going to stand your ground on, but I'm sure there will be lots that you can be like, okay, I'm open to changing my mind a little bit about this. Okay. I like it. I'm going to, I'm going to take the advice and not fight you guys. (laughs) I do think it's important to, when meeting someone to give them a clear idea of who you are too, though, and, and how you feel about things. So yeah, it's not, you know, loosey goosey baby. Cool. Okay, I like the like the tandem advice too. That's cool. Yeah, nice one, right. Spinny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot for for joining me on my podcast. Uh, bye. You're welcome. <laughs> bye. <laughs>